0: اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك محمد الله وبركاته. I apologize for the delay. I was in uh, living, daydreaming. Um, so. Uh, today is the final session for year two, and um, today actually will also be a um, almost like a uh, what's the word a more accurate, in my opinion, in my mind to my mind, a more accurate representation of what a class next year might be like uh, uh, in year three in, in its uh, structure. Something to talk about at the end. Um, some reviews of some statements uh, in the middle. Um, we we'll let it flow. Also, today, inshallah, we're going to cover um, some of what's going to happen in the academic year break as well. So, um, first of all, let's finish our text. We're right at the uh, very end of the chapter um, for wiping, uh, the chapter of the wiping over footwear, which, of course, is wiping over the turban, the khimar. And over bandages and plaster cast as well. So um, it was the chapter of wiping in its entirety. The Arabic then of the notes is on page 8 and it is the, the statement Imam al hajjawi rahmatullahi says that after one becomes ritually impure, one breaks his wudu. If a part of what is obligatory to wash, becomes visible, or the time period expires for wiping, then one will need to renew his purification. One will need to renew his purification, and this is a um. So, uh, let's 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 do it in 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 order. Page two hundred and sixty-two is the, the is the commentary right in the middle, and um, what basically is saying is what um Al is saying is that. If you have this sock on, and this sock is obviously covering the obligatory parts of the foot to wash. As soon as any of those parts of the foot become uh, uncovered, then, according to the humbly school, that is the, that the, the wudu is now, uh, and you have broken your uh, wudu already, now you can't do anything now with this. Now what has to happen is that you need to now uh, renew your, your wudu. Okay, you need to now, do, well not renew, but do your wudu again. Uh, a fresh wudu is the, 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 the correct phrase. tahara, that a new fresh uh wudu. I'm gonna talk about this in detail, okay, because there's a lot of discussion on this point between the ulama. Um first of all again as 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 Sheikh he says um uh all the time and has said before and he will repeat again we're not talking about little cuts and holes and things like that because you know that's something you know quite by the by. This is talking about literally if um, the sock falls off halfway, or you you pull it off or whatever. Okay, so let's just get straight into the actual examples that Sheikh will give. So he says, so for example, if from the foot, uh, such as the kelkab, مثلا, the ankle is shown. تمزق, uh, uh, and um, or if the imama, it, it 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 goes. Off the head, ma, uh, meaning that um, more than what is normal. So, you know, for example, it might get pushed back a little bit, that's fine. But let's say it came off completely to like one side, and the person looks at it, and it's like completely unacceptable to be assuming that a person would go around looking like that. Then that is what's more than what is normal. Sometimes the other person, he might wear a hat, it's a little bit wonky, it's you know it's not a major issue. And so that wouldn't be a problem or a term, But if it comes off so much so, then he goes, this is the example in that. So it, it, here, you would have to, if this happened, you would have to then wipe your uh, head completely now because you've lost basically the ability now to be wiping over the turban. It's like been cancelled almost. And your socks, if they came off the foot, now you have to, wipe on, wash your feet because you've lost the ability now to uh wash it to water to wipe over okay and of course the first point this is dependent upon the fact dependent upon the opinion that you have to have the uh, wudu before you put on the imamah we discussed that previously before that this is only based upon that predicated upon that point and we already said that we don't believe there's any evidence for that there's no evidence for putting uh, what things on no evidence for the khimar yeah the uh, uh, hijab, yani, alright. No evidence that you need wudu for the turban before you put it on, and there's no evidence that you need to have wudu for the bandage, bandage plaster cast. These are all three things which just happen, and you just have them there and whatever. As for the khuf or socks, then absolutely, of course, you must have wudu before you put on a sock and then wipe over it afterwards, okay? Good. So, um so the point is this so, uh, so sheikh says and uh, so uh, so talking about socks or shoes or leather socks and so on, then they um, if something part was to become clear that it needs to be washed, so I say the heel became clear or uh, exposed, and it needs to be now washed. Now now what happens is that what we can't have is half washing, half wiping. Because for إِنَّ الْغَسْلَ لَا يُجَامعُ <الْمَسْحَة> It is not possible to have both of them combined. Okay, so we have to now do the purification again and that means to uh, wash the feet and then put the socks back on after that. Okay? Now what did we and the Sheikh says what When he when says after the wudu has been broken What this actually says to us That if this happens before you break the wudu Then it's no problem Okay If this happens before that you break the wudu Then no problem He gives an example He goes So he has woke up in the morning for fajr. He makes his wudu And he puts his socks on okay and then he remains in wudu' full wudu' doesn't break his wudu' until dhuhr time at uh, dhuhr time so like 10 o'clock in the morning okay nine ten o'clock in the morning he takes his socks off and then he puts them back on again and he's still in his original wudu' what does he have to do? nothing he doesn't have to do his wudu' again doesn't have to wash his feet again, doesn't have to repeat anything. Because he did not break his wudu. This is the this is the what is understood from the Hamblin Madha. So Sheikh says okay let's get back to the real issue. Masala. Let's discuss the real issue. If a person takes off his socks, his shoes, his shoes, whatever, okay, after he's made wudu, okay, does the act the act of taking off shoes, socks, Chufs, obligate upon you to repeat your wudu. That's the only thing we need to really discuss. He goes, this has been divided into four four, four positions. there are four opinions. And this is the one known opinions. Okay, these other, this is a, this is, a, this is a an old classic debate. This is al qawl al the first opinion. And this is the position of the Hanbali school. It's the position of Ibn hajjawi as well. Okay, is that the second those socks come off after he's broken wudu, there must be a state Natal Tahara. the wudu must be done again. <hattā> bālā bālā <waduhi> Listen to this carefully. You have your socks. I'm sorry. You've 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 got your uh uh, uh you've done your wudu. Okay? And you um uh so so Let's say that you have uh, you've just completed your wadoop, fresh wadool, washed your feet and everything. Okay. And then you put on your socks. And then you, even while whilst the rest of your body is still wet, even whilst your your, your, your limbs are still wet, you take off your Socks for in the alayhi wudu, wala illa, and the who la mazalan soh, bottle at the hara female dehihi, what the hara to lad at the lad at the ba'ab, for either bottle If you would take off your socks right there and then, even if you was so wet from the rest of wudu, your wudu is cancelled. Your wudu is cancelled. Okay? And the reason for that. The illa for that. This is the Hamri okay. The okay? illa for that is because purification is something which cannot be departmentalized or divided. Not divided, okay. So if it has been invalidated in one area, then it is invalidated in the entire wudu. And so therefore, you have to make the entire wudu, okay. This is the first position the second position uh, I mean, so what i'm saying is that in the first position if you take off those socks, you have to break you have to make your entire model again the second position I'll call one second we will we'll discuss all of the, the the ramifications after we discuss all the four positions the al the second opinion is that if he was to take them off okay أنه إذا خلع قبل أن تجف الأعضاء أن يغسل فقط، لأنه لما بطل في الرجلي والأعضاء لم تنشف فإن لم وحين يبني على الأول ويغسل قدميه. So if in the second position he takes off his socks whilst his limbs are still wet. It is permissible for him just to wash his feet. It is permissible for him just to wash his feet. Because the purity has been negated in his feet only. Okay, yani yeah, the purification of his feet only has been uh, has been invalidated, and the rest of the uh, limbs are still in a state of wetness and. Legally speaking, Muala is still in play Muala is what? Continuity The whole idea that actually the wudu is still in play Alright? So it's almost like a person uh, uh, If you can imagine that like he's just washed himself and everything And he's got his socks on And he's about to And, you, and he wipes over his socks And then for some reason just takes his socks off Or they fall off or whatever It's like, well you know what it is? He's still, in a, he's still kind of there thereabouts Just go on, just wash your feet Just wash your feet okay this is the the second position what's happening here the uh you are building upon building upon the existing will right up until the feet you're building upon that that's already assumed and then you just basically just wash the feet the third position al-qawl thalith an an jaffat al qabla ala adam Okay. He said and uh, the third position is that it is acceptable just to wash the feet. So for example, if they uh, and it doesn't matter if the if it happens half an hour after, one hour after, if the limbs are dry or not. And what is this based upon this third opinion? This third opinion is based upon the fact that it is not a condition to have mawala, this continuity, this kind of short. And we have discussed mu'ala in properly uh, this year, was it? Yeah, it was this in, in, this, in this year. And uh, we do, of course, believe that Mawala is a condition. Just that al Mawala, what do we say? We said it has nothing to do with the limbs being dry. Yes, that was our position. We said it's more to do with a time, time scale. And the fourth position, Al-Qawr al-Rabi'ah. Okay, and this is the position of Shaykh al-Islam bin Taymiyyah. Okay, that was what was chosen by him, Al-Akhdiyarat. Anna Tahaara ta la tabtul sabaa fatat al-Mawala. Amlam tafut. That purification um, does not become invalidated whether continuity is there or not there. Purity is something which continues until. One of the well known invalidators of wudu takes place. What he wants to say is that wudu itself is a, is a constant state, and whether it has been interrupted or not interrupted by a length of time or not, um, it will remain on, it will remain in state, in situ, in situ, until something actively breaks it, like you go to the toilet, like you pass wind like you go to sleep for a long time etc these are the things that have to happen that's of course the first the first chapter that we will study in academic year 3 uh, the nawaqid of wudu nawaqid is the jama' of naqid the things which invalidate wudu okay um, لكن لا يعيده في هذه الحال ليستأنت المسح عليه لأنه لو قيل بدل منه لتاقيد المسح إذن كل من أراد استمرار Okay. So what what does he basically say? He goes that look, the situation is very is is very clear. A person remains in wudu until there's an evidence which establishes that he has left his wudu. There's no there's no way that we can just say that assume that this is something. There's no evidence for that whatsoever. And this is what Shaq Amin says. If you look at his hujja, his evidence, he's saying that that uh, purification is something which is established with the Dalil shari, with a shari evidence, and to break wudu you also need the deli shari, you need a shari evidence, and what a, and in the absence of any legal evidence which shows that that his wudu has broken and his wudu continues, okay, and Sheikh Hamid says this is the correct opinion, and uh, this is the this is something which is clear and without any doubt. And he goes that, even if you think of an analogy, and he gives this analogy, which is an interesting one, he goes that, he goes that if a person, if he had, a a, a man had lots of hair, and he wipes over his hair, meaning his, uh, 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 full wudu, yeah? So he wipes over his head, okay? On his hair though, and his lots of hair, and the whole point of lots of hair is, of course, it's very far away from the scalp. Okay? And then he cuts off... Has a haircut. Has haircut. Exactly. He has a haircut. And... Yani... Uh, uh, and actually, actually, completely. Alright? Uh, uh, so there's two points here. Now, so let's take as an example. So, let's use Nazif as an example. So, Nazif's got his wonderful locks. And he does his little...
1: <laughs>
0: yeah okay and and yeah and the main thing is is that no water reaches the actual head, mm. which it has to if what, if you have no hair, mm. okay, if you have no head, and you're actually wiping over your head, not over hair, you're not washing it, obviously, but you're wiping over it, so you're wiping over your hair and the water doesn't reach the head, and then you you take off all of the hair, there's taking off all of the hair. Remove the wudu. It doesn't. That's what Sheikh says. He goes it has not been invalidated. His purity has not been um, invalidated. And then someone. Then he brings in evidence which I don't think is is, is relevant. But he goes that. Um, okay. Yeah. So anyway, what, what what's our conclusion? Our conclusion upon this point is this. Is that it doesn't matter okay if a person has his uh, hoof or uh, 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 or sock or whatever removed or not <coughs> okay as long as he has, still has wudu he is in wudu okay that's it simple as that if he breaks his wudu he has to do it again that's, that's straightforward and you know subhanallah it's a very simple opinion and that's the that's the simplicity of sharia it's very good it's very simple yeah Okay. Um, uh, Shansu was going to say something.
2: So what they're saying in the first opinion is that you make wudu, Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you, you put your socks on. Yeah. And immediately you take your socks off. You go to wudu again. And you break wudu. Yeah. Is that because they're saying you're making wudu on the basis of the intention of having socks on and doing this? Is that on the basis... That they are... Supposing somebody because you've got two scenarios. Yep. A guy has no intention of making mess and he makes his wudu, puts his socks on and says, you know why it's too hot, I'm going to take them off. And then a person says, no, I'm going to make wudu in the morning and I have intention of making mess over myself all day. There illa, ash
0: tamin says, وَلِعِلَّةُ أَنَّهُ لَمَّا زَالَ الْمَمْسُوحَ بَطَلَ التَّحَارَةُ فِي مَوْضِعِهِ وَالتَّحَارَةُ لَا تَتَبَعَضُ it's like the example that we gave, that yeah. the thing which is al-mamsuah, meaning that which is wiped, if it goes, has been taken off the out of the scene, then purity in that area has now gone. It's almost like—I mean, I don't know if this makes sense here—but if you imagine, if you wiped over your socks, mm-hmm. and you were to take off your socks, the purity is on the sock. That's the way it's been like seen. Yeah. So once the sock has gone go over there, your feet are now without purity. They they agree with that. It's like hold on, your feet are not pure now, right? Your feet are not pure. Which these those first three positions, you see. So uh, they all kind of agree that hold on, the purity was done on the sock and mumsuah, and then the sock was taken off, and now we have this situation where now the, the feet are now purity less according to these f- f- three positions. So now how do they respond to that, if the feet are purityless, Well, the, the, third, the third position we said, where well, they said that actually there's no need for any uh, whatever, just wash the feet. The second position says, well as long as it's done straight there and then, then you can just wash the feet, you, you, you're allowed to wash the feet there and then, but if it happens afterwards, then after like 20 minutes or something like that, you have to make wudu again. And the Hamalis, they were saying, it's not, pop, it's not possible to have this kind of uh, mutated version of wudu in position 2, position 3. Either you have to say that the wudu is not broken, yeah, or you say the wudu is broken because left at the bottom, you can't divide wudu into different parts or and so on. And so they say, then therefore you've got to make the wudu again.
2: Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. The, the 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 thing that was confusing in the beginning is that you're making wudu an, upon a sock, upon having socks on already, which have had mus.
1: No. Are we talking about mus? We're talking about you doing wudu. You put the sock on. You're not doing mus. That your intention is to do it, but then you've taken the sock off before doing mass anyway. No. S- 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 you, so you've so done Yeah. Model, yeah. Right? you put the sock on, ready for the day, the full day of mass that you're going to do, but you've not done mass at that point because you've done, done the fresh do then put the sock on. Yeah. Now you still wet, and then you take the sock off.
2: That's what we understood by, your, by, by when you started, you see? And that's why it's so confusing. Okay, yeah, so,
1: yes. similar.
2: So, what you're saying is actually, no, you're in a wudu and you've got socks on. And you're going to do your wudu, and when you get to your feet, then you. I don't know,
0: I, I, I do not read it out properly. Al Mas'ala. If a person is to take his socks off, okay, does it require for him to do his wudu again? What do you understand from that? that the person's already in the state of correct of course yeah. and we're, we're talking about a person in wudu. we're not talking about a person who um, uh, so what, what do we, we take out of this conversation we're, take, we're taking out of breaking wudu is out of the conversation yeah. we're now just talking about a person now who is in wudu. he has got wudhu he's got,
2: he's
0: got Yeah, and he's got his socks on and he's got his socks on He's got his socks on, and in all three positions, he's taking his socks off. He, all three
2: positions, he's taking his socks off.
0: Yeah.
2: So one position is saying that he's going to make. What's the, the first
1: position that most unclear?
2: No, no. Just, just start with the prerequisite. What, what is, <coughs> what, what is the situation of the person before these four positions kick in? Because that's what is. Because what, 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 was understood by the first position is that a person's making wudu, and uh, you know he, he, he's washed himself and he's made wudu and everything's wet. And he's put his socks on, in a complete Now now after washed his feet. And then he then takes he's put his socks off. off, and then he's broken his wadhu, which is... How's that happen? That doesn't happen. You, because, because he's still got wadhu, you know, he's not broken any the, the point here is that he's made wadhu, and he's still wet, and he's made muscle for his feet then, has he? What's the pre-condition pre that he's in?
0: Yeah, I wonder, whether, I wonder whether the original state is not any clear. Um, let me just try and think how I can reword this to make it clearer. A person, he, um, he takes off his khuf. Okay? He takes off his khuf. Right? Does that break his wudu or not? In what state? In a state where he, uh, meaning that if he needs to now make wudu, if he now needs to make wudu, Okay. Does he uh, does he have the ability to be able to wipe over his socks on? <coughs>
2: he's just taking it off. Yeah. Let's say he needs to make wudu. No, no. But, but what's his state? Is it his state when he takes his socks off? Is he in wudu? And then the three opinions says one, no, he has to do the complete wudu again. Two, no, he just washes his feet. Three, if it was well, wudu was done, you know, a short while ago, then he can just wash his feet. And four, no, when he takes his socks off, he's, he's completely fine.
0: I don't know whether I've confused myself or whether I've gone back or upside down. You need to that. tell us,
1: is this at the beginning of the day where he's done a complete wudu and then he's put his sock on. Okay. Are we talking about that? that's his prerequisite state or are we talking about a lower time, he's done his wudu in the morning, he's put his sock on and now it's lower time, now he's doing mass over it. Which, which one of those two situations? And he hasn't broken his wudu. He hasn't broken his wudu.
0: Actually, let me, let, me, let me just make it clear what I'm, th- what I'm talking about. Okay. And then you tell me what okay. you guys have understood from me. I'm talking about a person who literally is um, making wudu? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does does his taking his sock off? Okay. Um, lo- logically speaking, it doesn't make sense, is not it? I mean, that's the whole point. This is not a r- realistic scenario. But does taking the sock off after he has made the wudu break the wudu or not? Mm-hmm. That's 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 the point I'm trying to. Do. That, that's how I understand it. I don't know whether I've portrayed that. Taking... because because the the clear position, the class position, common sense position, position, the fourth position is that a person who takes his socks off, mm-hmm. all right, does not break the law. That's
1: that's fine.
0: Like, so the first everything should be based upon that predicate. Yeah. And so the second position, the third position is that okay, he's taking his socks off, but just wash your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second position is.
2: Uh, Alright, taking his socks over his So
0: hold on, if you understand it then, because If you understand <laughs> it, you've understood it better than I have Because for me it's simple It's The, the, the question
2: is a simple, straightforward one About whether taking socks off rigs will do or not But that's when you've already had mess over a sock That's not when you've not If you haven't done mess over a sock, you take it off, you're still in whoa so what would the point Uh, yeah I I correct yeah Yeah, because you wash your feet and put your socks on and then you take your socks off nothing's changed this is a uh, what I understand from this this question is the scenario has been asking what if you take your socks off after you've had a a wudu with mas over your socks done how else how else else could it be other than that like
0: for example if if I'm saying to you that the ruling on a person if he has wudu okay with socks on it, and if he takes his socks off, he's broken the wudu, is that true or not? Okay. And I say no it isn't because there's no evidence yeah. for that. Mm. What, what, what's that what's that assuming as his base state? No.
2: His base state is assumed as he's made wudu and he's already done a must over his socks. He's in a he's in a state of wudu having already broken his wudu, yep. made a new wudu, yep. must over his socks. Correct. And now he's now in the now, four scenario, n- now he's in the four scenarios. Either yeah. When he takes his well, socks off. Well, so what did I say? Your state... What we understood from yourself, he makes wahoo in the morning, washes his feet, puts his socks on, and now those four full- scenarios begin. He takes his socks off... What's, what's re- the actual difference between those two? Because if he's, he's made of complete Walu, put his socks on, and then takes his socks off, and he's not broken the wudu, he's still in wudu. Okay, and was that, and the second scenario and the, the other scenario? He's made wudu. He's made wudu. At uh, what wood-o. time
0: put it in the time in the time
2: still. we just it in the morning, yeah. He's made wudu, yep. he's washed his feet, he's yep. put his socks on yep. in the morning. Yeah, ten o'clock he's broken wudu. So yep. I wanna play do I wanna al- he makes wudu, makes a must over his socks. Okay, and then it comes down to duha time. And now he's broken his wudu. Or oh, no, he's still in wudu oh what man (laughs) he's (laughs) got no 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 wait 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 I don't know he's it's it's Doha time and he's now in a wudu of mas on his feet because because he made uh, wudu for slatul Doha. okay and now he's got wudu and he's he's got his socks on it having made mas of it and now he says you know what it's a hot day man I've got to take my socks off my feet are burning yeah and then I'm to pray Doha. correct without my socks on correct I'll take my socks off what am I doing now Correct. This is th- this is what I'm describing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just des- I- I'm describing so that I, scenario I, I don't think without all of that. Without yeah. all of the I, 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 the rest I, I, of the actors. I, I, I don't fact. think that was very clear.
1: That right. Okay. Clear. You so t- t- tell t- t- me what
2: I need to say to make it super clear. The base state of the person when he, he is he, yep. he is in a state of waddle, having made musk on his socks. Yeah. Correct. But no, I but thought the, that.
1: But you didn't say that in the first one. What you said in the first one is that he did not do musk. He put his sock on, and then he thought. I'm feeling hot. I've taken my socks off. I'm still... His limbs are still wet. He's not done muscle at any point. Let me read you word for word. On. Let, let me do a literal translation
0: of the first opinion. Okay? Alright? Sheikh says, the question. Okay? The question is, if he takes off his socks or his shoes, does that mean he must make wudu again? They differed over this into four positions. The first position. And this is what the author decided was his position, may Allah have mercy upon him, that he must repeat his purification. Even if that sock coming off, that exposing of the sock, happened after wudu, after only a very small time, and before his limbs have even dried it is obligatory upon him to do full wudu The reason is that once you have wiped over something and then that goes away, you remove it, then the purification has been invalidated from that area. And purification cannot be divided. And so if purification is invalidated in one limb, then it is invalidated on all of the limbs. This is the position of the motherhood. No, okay.
1: That makes sense now.
0: It's the is complete opposite to the position 4. Okay. But first of all, now you're saying it makes sense. Now you, you tell me no. It, you doesn't,
2: it, it doesn't. No, no. He no, hasn't is. specified the base state of war. No, it, it does. does. It does. It does. Yeah, no. But he okay, said Okay, go on. So right. Right. Oh, one second. Yeah. One second. Let's <laughs> have <our own>. a okay, look <laughs> on it.
1: Okay, go so The way you said it first time round yeah. is imagine I woke up. Yeah. I've done what i door,
0: okay, and forget and that, Okay, forget that. Uh, 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 how do you understand it now?
1: I understand it now as he's done mass. Okay. And then his ankles is real. Yep. Uh, that that invalidates his wudu that, uh, uh, He's it. done mass. Yeah.
0: On this uh, 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 hoof. Yeah. And he's washed the rest. Yeah. He's still wet. Yep. Yeah. And he takes off socks. Come off. For socks come off. Yep. Yeah. Now does he have to uh, uh, make wudu again or whatever whatnot? Yes. Yeah. So his base state. Is it was that in. It was in. Warburg, and he did musk. He the, did musk at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I understood. That, and I that, yeah. And I didn't. That didn't come across to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Well, he yeah. just wasted ten minutes saying, <laughs> "Oh, absolutely."
1: Class position. Everybody's clear. that's why fine. I stopped you at point one, and uh, you said, "No, be quiet." Right. True. That's true. That's true. Well, true. Thank I
0: should always listen to
2: Zayn. I said, "Let's discuss it after four points." And after that decision was us ten minutes. <laughs> and, and now when we have a review of the classes is what they're gonna be like from now on, we'll be like, oh my god, we're going to reverse. <laughs> so I, you know, I think everyone is clear now. Alright? Uh, let's just make, make absolutely
0: clear. Alright, that the, the Hamid Madhab they consider that if you were to make mass of your socks, okay, and then take them off after you just made the wudu, that's not good enough to have to make wudu again. We said that all the evidences go to what is clear. That if you make wudu and you wipe over your socks, then that is it. You are now in a shar'i wudu. That is exactly... You have done wudu exactly as Allah has commanded you to do it. And now for you to be taken out of that state, something clear has to take you out of that state. And taking the socks off is not good enough because there's no evidence for that. There's no evidence for this concept that the purity is in the sock and then when it gets taken out, then the wudu has gone with it. There's no, there's no evidence for that. Okay, good. Then the final statement then is that... um or the time period expires, okay, then one will need to re- renew his purification. So, if the time period exp- expires, this is the madhab position. Even if he has wudu, okay, then it is obligatory upon him, okay, to repeat his wudu. Does that, does that make sense? Yes? So, for example, a person on Wednesday he wipes. At 12 o'clock he puts on his he puts on his uh, uh, hoofs at maybe 9 o'clock he breaks his wudu at 10 o'clock and he wipes at 12 o'clock when does the time period start? 12 o'clock 12 o'clock why? So the first time it's 12 o'clock. it starts from the, the first time that he wipes and then on Thursday at 12 o'clock What has happened?
2: He's uh, he's lost his state of wudu. According to the madhab, he has to make wudu again now. Complete. Correct.
0: According to the madhab, at 12 o'clock on Thursday, regardless of his current state, if he's in full wudu or not, suddenly it's like the wudu drained out of his body. It's like gone, cancelled. Does that make sense? Okay. That is the madhab position. Okay. And that is what the Mu'allif has just, the author, has just emphasized. As you can imagine, Sheikh Thimin is going to go to town on that. Yeah? He goes, وَلَا <laughs> دَلِيلَ That's when you know when someone's angry, okay? There's not a single evidence for this, neither from the Book of Allah, neither from the Sunnah of the Messenger, and neither from the consensus of the people of knowledge. أَهْلُ <laughs> ilmi. Um, and so, uh, so I think this is pretty straightforward. I mean the next is a pretty much a kind of like a, a nice rant, yeah? The Prophet ﷺ, he uh, gave time for the wiping, okay? So that people would know uh, the length of time that you can wipe, not the length of time for your wudu. It wasn't a period of time which says that your wudu lasts for 24 hours, okay? And that's something, as we said, which wudu is established by clear evidence. And it needs to have a clear, evidence to break it okay and the basic principle in at-tahara is its remaining remaining uh, its continuity its existence al-baqa yeah once you enter into a then the basic principle is that you are always in world until it's broken and actually what this is why it's nice uh, 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 to talk about this he goes what if someone says uh, well, you know what it is, you should make wudu' out of ihtiyat, you know, out on the safe side. And we, you know, we always like the principle of ihtiyat, yes, that uh, uh, out the safe side, you're not sure, is this 24-hour period that the Prophet ﷺ said, was this applying to wudu' or was this applying for mash? So what is it? Because we don't know, let's then go on the safe side, safe side and make wudu' again. So sheik al he says... You know, this concept of احتياط being on the safe side is a is a big chapter, is a big issue, okay? Um, the question we should ask is actually, what is the safe position here? What is a safe position <laughs> to do, okay? Is it that we should stick to that which is easy? Which is a a position, isn't it, yeah? The Prophet ﷺ was never given two scenarios except that he would choose the easier one. So is that the safest position to take or is it to be strict, Okay, upon Ashad yani to be uh, more strict or is it to actually stick to that which is being indicated by the Sharia and of course the last one is the one which is the most safest he goes he goes um, what if then we have doubts okay, on whether what the Sharia has established is actually in play yani what the Sharia is saying okay? he goes this is the same he goes, some of them said, you just take the easiest position then, some said you take the. Uh, and and they, said, they said you take the easiest position because. The basic position is that one is free of having to do anything. One is not obligated to do things just for the sake of doing things. And so therefore, um, the religion is based upon ease and so on. And others said that no, what we will do uh, is to take the, str- the stricter position. Okay? Um, and that's what was safer he goes but he, uh, and this is this is Shaykh al me now makes a very really good point he goes but we don't need to go to any of these two positions he goes because in this particular scenario we already have an asal a principle we have a basic principle that has been given to us by the Prophet and he's made it very very clear that if there is an issue of doubt I will tell you what to do and that's the hadith that we know that if a, one of you okay if he If he imagines that he has, uh, uh, that he might have felt something, okay, and when he uh, felt something, meaning that you know, you feel like you might have passed wind, you're not sure. You feel it in your stomach or you feel it in your intestine or your anal canal, you're just not sure, okay. The Prophet said that he does not need to leave the prayer, okay, until he hears a sound or he, uh, um, smells uh, or there is a smell okay so yeah it, it's clear that the doubt is not good enough there needs to be a clear evidence afterwards to make it very clear that yes what happened is is something which which uh, actually broke the udl and he goes there's no difference in this whether the reason is something which is theoretical or legal or practical because some people might say that the doubt here that you're talking about in this hadith is something physical that you can see we're talking about one which is based upon evidences in theory. Sheikh Rumi makes a really good legal point here. He goes that it's irrelevant whether the issue of doubt appears in the theoretical legal text or whether it appears in the actual practical kind of something which happens to you like a physical bodily function. The principle is the same. If you have doubt in your wudu, then the principle is that your wudu is intact until you have certainty that it's not broken. That's a really good answer actually, when you think about it from a legal point of view. Okay. So, he goes... So, the, the based upon this, the Rajih, the correct opinion, is that which was chosen by Sheikh al-Islam and Taymiyyah, uh, that okay. the wudu is not broken by the time period running out. Okay? Because there's no evidence for that. And that's it. Um, and I, I, the, the, what, what Sheikh says on the final page is that... Um, Sheikh also uh, uh, is talking about uh, the wudu. Um, um, if you had a plaster plaster cast, they said that the, the same thing would happen according to the madha If it got better, and then your wudu is broken. Okay, if it got better, imagine the, 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 uh, where they're going. So you've got this plaster cast, or you've got a big wound or something, got a big plaster, and you've been wiping over that. Okay, and that's that. that you know, that's that, that's what you've been doing. And as a result of that wiping, you, you are now in wudu. Now that it's got better, now and you're still in wudu, your wudu is now broken. Okay, because your wiping now is invalid because it has been fixed. And what do we say? We say that no, as we've just said before, wudu, once it's been entered upon legitimately, then it can only be broken legitimately, not just by a the theory or whatever. And so even if it's better underneath, the wudu is still valid. Now, if we need to make wudu again, of course it's not permissible to wipe over that uh, plaster cast because it's fixed underneath. You need to now remove it. And if you have to make wudu again, then it's a new fresh wudu. That's basically the, the chapter. And Allah knows best. So, okay, that um, having been said, I have a few things that I need to announce to everybody. Um, this is the... Um, this is the,
1: let's have a look here.
0: Okay, so today is what date? 25th. 25th,
1: 25th yeah?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, 25th of June. We expect, insha'Allah, for Ramadan to be starting um, around uh, Saturday night, maybe? Okay, maybe Saturday night, insha'Allah, and then Sunday will be the first of uh, Ramadan. Now, we will then have, um, this is the last lesson, so we are now going to start off our four-month uh, academic break. Uh, this one will be a, a busy one and a high-quality one, alhamdulillah, uh the LP team. The academics team and the student teaching team is, is uh, well developed. They've got the exam practice questions uh, ready and the last few will now will be, will be uh, produced as well. The notes um, will be all released, the detailed ones and then the revision summaries as well. What is the plan? Our plan is to allow everyone to enjoy Ramadan properly and completely and to make sure that everyone focuses upon the Quran as is our system. Although I just want you to say, I just want you to know guys, that this is important, that from a sh- from a evidence point of view, and I think we mentioned this before, that this idea that like the circles of knowledge stop and so on, there's no evidence for that whatsoever. Okay? This is not neither evidence from the Sunnah, or also it's not true that this is the way of the Salaf either, per se. Yes, there are a number of teachers that would stop teaching, but this is just their personal choice, because they were focusing on other things or whatever. But again, we're, uh, we're not stopping just because of that. We're stopping because it's just physically impossible, right? I mean, maybe in the winter time, you know, uh, we'll probably continue the classes. Maybe we will because, you know, we've got lots of time. But now everything's all mental. We expect people to be sleeping at that kind of time as well in the early evening to get, you know, some rest before they pray tarawiyah and then wake up, etc., etc. So I don't, I, want, I don't want you to think that the reason that we stop in Ramadan is because you don't study. In fact, you do. And in fact, I remind you all that we consider the studying and revising and reviewing of your notes and of our to be the best form of worship, better than the Salah. And we, we discussed that, I think, in detail previously. In any case, I allow you this time to focus rest of June and then July. Um, then roughly about a week, week and a half after Eid. Okay. Give you that much time to recover. Um, then we're going to start uh, six uh study sessions roughly around mid august okay mid august six study sessions will be there and these are not obligatory but they are recommended okay it is recommended that you um attend those okay and they will be uh, of course purely online they will be completely online only and these dates will be the 13th the 20th and the 27th of august and then the 3rd and the 10th and the 17th of september okay Um, normal uh, 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 LP lessons this is where your entire year will be reviewed and each one will have the contents of the classes that um, the notes that you'll be given so remember so remember now the emails that you will receive on the list now are going to be important ones for example you will receive the dates of everything that will happen you will be receiving uh, the full complete check notes everything that you've been seeing going on to the forums Mm. here and there um, I will need. I will be in the first week maybe of Ramadan, I will be signing off on the entire year, inshallah and then you'll get that, so that's a, obviously a big piece of work, and an important piece of work, and a, a, a valuable one as well, and then you'll also be receiving an email, you might get it all in one go, you might get it in parts. you'll be receiving an email which will have all of the notes which will make up the study notes for the six sessions and allow you to take the exam easier, yani so that you don't have to go through the entire set of notes, which I do advise you to revise once or at least, okay, go through once at least. You'll also be receiving practice questions and the like, okay, chapter practice questions um, and summaries will be released, as I said, during the break. Um, towards the end of September and early October, there is nothing, okay, this is an opportunity because uh, most people, well, uh, some of us will be on Hajj and it's a Hajj season. And it is the first 10 days of Al-Hijjah, again key days of Ibadah as well, so there's a a, a break if you like. And then the plan, the plan is that the exam at the moment is scheduled for Sunday, October 19th. Okay, that the exam is scheduled for Sunday, October 19th. If there's any changes to that, then that will be notified by email again, email again. And the, inshaAllah, the tentative launch date. For year three, which will be a different style, okay? Um, will be November the fifth. Okay, is that is that not my now? here Allahu Akbar. That's yeah, the logistically yeah, fun coming back with a bang. Coming back with a bang. Boom boom. So uh that that's gonna be uh November the fifth which we're gonna restart. Now couple of points I wanna just uh make on that. Um I have been considering a few uh, changes, actually there's a, there's, um, uh, there are going to be some, what I'm thinking of doing is to, is to summarise uh, a number of the points that are being said so to, to increase the speed because I've been taking some advice and definitely we're not going to lose the detail, we're not going to lose the detail, but I think that too much time is, is, is wasted in, in not, not preparing a summary, so that's going to be one major difference. Definitely I want to introduce a topical uh, issue to discuss at the end of each lesson which allows it to be a discussion and something of benefit on a weekly basis. The big news that's going to happen in this break, and this is important for everyone, especially online, is that we're going to launch the new prophetic guidance portal. Okay? Inshallah. What does this mean? Um, It means that we're going to have a bespoke system. It's been in development for for the year, and hopefully in the break it will be ready. This will be a system... That it will be a a new system, okay? That um, uh, will have a new format, new way of viewing. You'll have your own account. You'll be able to access and change your passwords and usernames. Won't have all this nonsense, difficult passwords that you have now, which is using WordPress systems and this and this and that. It's all a bit kind of you know convoluted and stuff. Um, and also, all the questions that you ask and all the answers that you receive will be logged in your own. Portal in your own in your own part in your own actual uh, account. Um, the user experience will be much much better. It would require a transfer, which is why it's important that when the email does go out, that you then do join the new system, the new portal. Because when we launch in year three, it will be in that completely bespoke system. This is something we're very proud of, um, and our team is working on that. So that's the key, uh, the key announcement that I wanted to make. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Um uh, what about questions now on uh the masah in general or anything like that? Um um just Uthman asking yeah what's the arabic word for safe side? Uh, Al-ahwat yani al-ihtiyat. is yani the same as in the other language as well. Ihtiyat means uh, cautious, yeah? Or caution.
1: Caution?
0: Cautious. Cautious, yeah? And um, ah uh, uh, well, means the, like, kind of, like, uh, more encompassing, um, yeah, more encompassing position. Um, can it be argued that the first three opinions almost imply Wudu is about physical cleansiness of the limbs when in actual fact it is an act of worship which brings one's uh, brings one into spiritual state. yeah uh, uh, it's a good question mm. and the answer is no i don't think so at all even though they're right the question is right that it could be seen as that the issue is all about physicality it's not at all it's purely about that 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 analogy that false analogy that that we put forward that they think that the purity is is in something which is which has uh been removed so no it's not that it's not that at all The word nihi but, but, regarding losing
1: wudu, due yes. to passing wind, refers yes. to
0: what again? So, so the, the word batan means stomach, okay? But um, the implied meaning is not the stomach here. The, the implied meaning is maybe you feel something in your stomach or intestine or towards the very end. But it does actually mean that you feel like you might have passed wind. So it is referring to uh, the, the process. It doesn't really, uh, in this hadith, the focus is not actually on the stomach itself. The focus is upon the person actually believing that he has broken his vudu. Is that enough or not? Is that doubt by its very nature enough or not?
1: That's
0: it. Yeah. So let me say that in summary of this uh, uh, chapter, okay, of wiping the socks. Wiping over the socks is a an action which was practiced by the Prophet ﷺ. Yes. Okay. It is... Uh, its ruling depends upon the time um, the one is doing it. If it is a, a time where uh, people have rejected it and are, and are fighting against it, then it's something which might be an obligation to do. Otherwise, it's a sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. A common question which often comes up is, is wiping something which is uh, a concession in principle? Yes, it is. It is a concession. Is wiping, therefore, something which is good to do? Meaning that if a person had socks on, okay, leather socks on, so he's got wudhu, alright, and then he puts his leather socks on, and he's at home, and he's got all the opportunity now to do whatever he's going to do, should he now take them off and make full wudhu, because to wash the feet is better, or should he uh, uh, wipe, and um, the majority of the ulama, uh, the, Hammali, the, 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 the uh, Abu Hanifa, and Imam Malik, and Shafi'i, they said definitely to wash the feet. Okay, when you're at home out. and so on. Because they said the asan, the basic principle, is to wash the feet. Okay, and the concession is something which is allowed. The Hanbali school and uh, said that no, um, it is a sunnah to maintain, uh, to do it. It's actually, uh, actually, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal himself, as, a, as the Imam of the Madhab, he was very, very pro-wiping. And he said, actually, it's better to wipe. And the reason he said it's better to wipe is because... He's an Imam of aqidah. and he used to really yani, hate the Shia, yani, for their kind of abwas. Yeah? And uh, he goes that for Ahl-Sunnah to prove to them that is yani, something that is permissible, okay, and something which is Sunnah and which makes them yani, freaked out. Yeah, it's good that you do it uh, and so on. So actually according to uh, Imam ahl bin Hanbal, it is better to wipe. The position that we take and Allah knows best is the position that was said by Ibn Taymiyyah and Ibn Qayyim, that it is... Sunnah, it is better to wipe over the socks if your socks are on and you have your wudu in that state And it's better to wash over your feet if that is the uh, uh, the state that, that your feet are in Meaning that you know you don't have socks, then uh, it's best to just wipe over, to wash your, your feet You have to do whatever is done And the evidence that they use for that is the really simple understanding from the Prophet That when uh, uh, when the people would uh, pour water for him to make wudu, he would and the one time when uh, Muhira came to take off his socks when he was doing it, he said leave them. I put them on when I was pure. And so he's like saying, even uh, 10 years like saying that, look, if the socks are there, wipe. If the socks are not there, then wash. And that is the sunnah, that's the way. I think it's a nice, simple, nice, simple and powerful way. And that's how we should approach it. And then when we are wiping, then we understand that once you have washed your feet and you put your socks on, then it can be hoofs, uh, the leather socks that we all know, and it can be um, a shoe, it could be a, a Gore-Tex sock, and it can be a cloth sock as well. It could be um, clear, it could be uh, transparent, opaque, but what it can't be is to be completely non-sock-like. It can't be a woman's type, okay? It does need to have some kind of sock kind of feature, all right? We don't mind if it has holes in it or it has tears in it, this is something which is normal as long as the sock is covering the foot in its, in its totality, in its, in, its, in its general totality, then that's fine. Um, if the sock is more off the foot than on the foot, if the sock is seen to be like covering less of the foot than more of the foot, then the ruining is based upon what is majority. Otherwise we're, we're easy on the sock. The wiping period of time starts once you have wiped. So if you were to, type, if you were to put, uh, make your wudu and start at nine o'clock in the morning and then you broke your wudu at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon but you only prayed asr at 8 o'clock in the evening and that is when you made wudu, then your time period starts from 8 o'clock in the evening which shows that a person could be wiping and so on and so forth for far far longer periods of time than just 24 hours um, um, uh, the, uh, the time periods are 72 hours and 24 if one is ever in doubt about the period of time then they always assume the end, that the uh, position of being at home 24 hours otherwise if you are a traveller and you have not removed your, your socks and especially if you've not wiped and you start travelling then you can take advantage of the 72 hour period as we covered in the last couple of weeks um, the issue of um, the wiping is that it should be done at the same time starting from the top and then going up from the toes along to the uh, top of the, the the middle of the shin it doesn't need to be all of it that with fingers wide open many of the companions would wipe over their socks so many um there should be no doubt about it the narrations from them are maybe seven or eight or and the like and authentic that i think is the summary i think that that needs to be said about wiping over the socks the um the, this topic that I, I chose to just quickly talk about uh, for a few minutes, which is topical, is the murder of uh, Sister. I think uh, Nahid uh, is her name. Mania, I think, uh, is her name. May Allah have mercy upon her and accept mm-hmm. her as a shahida. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's a few points I wanted to make, um, just relating from a, a Sharia point of view. Okay. Now, a lot of people are emotion e kind of uh, uh, charged. charged. Yes and the problem is is that when you're emotionally charged because something shocking happens a and emotionally charged because we have oppression and hypocrisy b then that, that leads people to make decisions which are not altogether the correct islamic kind of approach so for example we know that if someone dies from non-muslims in any kind of manner then muslims are going to be blamed for it before they are even found and then when they are found it's never going to be a simple murder it's going to be terrorism It's going to be X It's going to be Y It's going to be Z And we know about that And the media are going to go crazy on it Etc, etc um, And when a Muslim That happens to a Muslim Like it happened to Muhammad Salim Alayhi rahmatullah The uncle from uh, Birmingham Then it's pure hypocrisy No one really cares Blah, blah, blah um, I want to say that With the murder of their sister There were responses that See, here you go uh, She was uh, murdered Because of the rhetoric Of the papers who are always saying, you know, uh, why are you wearing these kind of sacks and niqabs and hijabs and attacking it and making the, pop- the the making the people hate it? Okay, which we know they do. That's fine. We know that. Okay, but um, in 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 Islam, our conditions, our our uh, standards are far far higher than the media's or the newspapers or the the you know or other people. So you know whether they have evidence or not. Or if the Essex police, they released a statement saying that we are one of the line of our inquiries is the fact that it was um, her dress that uh, led to it or not. Okay, you know, they've made that line of inquiry from the Sharia. That's not something that we would do from the Sharia point of view. We require for an evidence which is clear. It is all options are on the table. And until we see a proof then we don't uh, treat this as some kind of thing to go crazy over and protesting over and so on and so forth because that evidence is just not there. That's just not right. That's not the way that the Muslims should be dealing with this. There are people that are saying that did you not see how the people reacted to Lee Rigby? There was this kind of uh, 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 response and now when this sister, she's been killed, then this is this kind of response. No response. Which is one of the most pathetic statements and most ignorant statements I ever heard. There is no, there's no one knows even who killed this sister. No one, there wasn't a video that was released. It wasn't done live on TV. Passers-by weren't told, record what I'm about to say. No political statement was made that we are the Muslims and we are killing as a result of these people. These are the Kuffar, blah, 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 blah. It was a complete different crime. It was a completely different crime where the, the crime was literally done. The knife and everything is there in front of whatever. And we have this scenario in Essex where they genuinely do not know actually what's going on, who has been killed. At the moment, their closest uh, line of inquiry is that this is someone who's a repeat killer. The other person who was, was killed was a, a white guy, okay, uh, non-Muslim. So it doesn't at the moment, and even that we don't know. We just don't know. And when you don't know, then you don't need to then go forward and make, um, why are you not reporting this? Why are you not saying that? And that's something which I personally believe is the Islamic response. I'm not saying that what other people do in terms of holding their media account is haram or not. We should hold the media to account. But I don't think um, that we need to be second-guessing them in these scenarios. So I'm not happy with that response. The other thing that I was going to say is um, the Sharia and its acts of worship are not the political play tools or to be used for PR as people do. Okay, I'm not happy with that. I noticed brothers and sisters are talking about and sending messages onto uh, you know, SMSs and things that we're going to pray Salat al uh Salat al uh, 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 um, uh, for the Ghaib, okay? the prayer in absentia, tomorrow at Regents Park Masjid. Okay? Um, and you can see that the uh, motivation, it must be, the motivation is more like a protest. They're telling people all to come down and all show yani, you know, your support, etc., etc. And we're going to pray this prayer. Now, there's no problem, and it's good that we show our solidarity with this sister, okay? We show our solidarity with this sister, and if there's a protest about, yani, you know, um, for some kind of basic, uh, well-established principle that you're protesting for, then that should be protesting. But the acts of ibadah should not be used in this way. Yani, this is The, 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 the prayer for absentia is not something which is just done willy-nilly for anyone at any time. This actually was a sister who had a, a, a bigger and better... Gathering of people pray over her Than most people ever will She was returned back immediately to Saudi And the pictures of her janazah have gone everywhere She was very well clearly prayed over And this is not the system of the Muslims That they just pray over people For the sake of just praying over them And I know this is a fiqh issue And this is difference of opinion What I, what I disliked is the way that this uh, 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 Act of ibadah, which is a salah Is being used more for PR than actual Um its instigation was for to show that we are not going to accept this as a community. You know what it is? We won't accept any thulum uh, uh, as a community, and we will protest when there's something to protest about. So do that. But to use the act of the the funeral prayer as a kind of like a little whatever toy almost is unacceptable. Unacceptable. I'm not supporting this. I don't know who uh, uh, sanctioned this, and if they did, then of course it is a matter which they had. I, I I wish that they didn't you know, play with the prayer like that. Its conditions are are specific, and even if you were to argue for the most lenient position because there are many opinions with respect to whether it's allowed to pray for other people, whether it 's allowed to be repeated, whether it's something and you know people said that it's only allowed to happen if it's not, it's confirmed it's not been done for them, or it's if a person is really really important or really big, and we need to show respect and so on okay and if that last opinion is being applied here that this sister is being seen as really really important and we want to show respect then that's, that might be an acceptable excuse but the instigation of that for PR purposes that's, the, the, uh, that's a problem you're going to create a precedent which is then going to stop where at what point do you suggest or d- decide let's say for example one of us in Manchester gets killed in this manner and half of Manchester pray over this person but the guys in London they couldn't get to Manchester, so they want to do a protest in London, and they want to then do a janazah prayer for her, for him, in London as well. Where does it end? And that's the, that's the kind of precedence that the scholars need to speak out against and say that you know this is not the right kind of way of dealing with the Sharia. The final thing I will say about this, uh, um, about this situation, about um, about this scenario. This is a Saudi student, and I wish that the Saudia... Uh, authorities and uh, uh, NBC staff and royal family and all the rest of it, that they recognize that their own people and their own members of their family are key members in the system that allowed this woman, if she has been killed in an Islamophobic attack, or even if it wasn't her, but a lot of the vitriol which is happening, then they are at the the root root of that. And such as uh, Walid uh, Ibn Talal he is someone who has a controlling stake in Fox News and uh, News International, I think, and whatever, whatnot. And these are the people who fund them, support them. And these are also the people who are ramping up that rhetoric, which allows for people to uh, be attacked. Uh, I'm not saying that this attack is an example of that. But if you look at the three Emirati women as well, and then other crimes that have happened where they are seen as a soft touch. And that's, that's something which, uh, of course, our sisters are a threat of. And people who are at that level, and if you know them, um, and if they're watching, and I know this is now being, uh, this broadcast, this class is now being, um, it's going to be supported in Arabia by an organization that's involved the royal family. And this is why I wanted to mention this, because they will hear this and they will see this, that they need to also do their own part, which is to put their own pressure upon their own people who are investing in these kind of sources, which are leading to more difficult situations. Anyway, so those are a few points I wanted to uh, state. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best I ho- hope and pray that um, That we all benefited uh, in this year That our intentions are made pure for His sake That we uh, uh, we act upon this knowledge in the correct way We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for any mistakes That we have made along the way And I'm sure there were many And that's the nature of fiqh Alhamdulillah, it was al-aqeedah And um, uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make uh, Ramadan an easy one for us um, This is not even difficult, man uh, all the times are decreasing. Next year though there'll be some increasing times and then next couple of years will just be increasing. So next three years, five years, it's time to make hijra to you. you know where? Where we're we making hijra to. Do you know where?
1: Nigeria.
0: Argentina. <laughs> Argentina has the shortest uh, daily fast in these in the summertime. Nine hours or something like that. I like the idea of that. Make
2: a good stake before
0: they make good beef as well. They've got good meat. Argentinian beef and Argentinian steak and whatever. Whatnot. So we hope, inshallah, that you guys have a good Ramadan. And uh, all the best and all the uh, du'as from the al team. And I would request for you guys all watching online to make du'a for these miskin guys. Mostly miskin, Yang Wadaad, and with that, mostly miskin, Nadif Who run the whole program. And Shazad now seems to have retired. I don't know where he is. Enjoying himself these days. Allah alam. And... Uh, Hopefully everyone is going to take part in the reviews and so on. The forums will also come back to life in a couple of weeks' time when I sort my life out. Inshallah. Make dua. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallah. And behamdiki. Shadu ala ilayhi wa s-staghfirullah. Wa atub alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.